0: Welcome to the Business of Beverages, drinks industry insights with makers, marketeers and mischief. Hello and welcome to the Business of Beverages quiz episode, where two weeks ago we had a thrilling 3-3 draw. Uh, We're back to do battle once again, so Will, welcome back to the table. Yeah, fantastic high-scoring draw. Love it. It was good. It was entertaining. Uh, I I think the fan that listens to the show. <laughs> I'll have you know that there are hundreds of people who listen to this. We still haven't worked out why or how, but they, <laughs> they do. They do. And we, and we do appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, you know, every every little five-star rating you give us on Apple Podcasts does help other people find it. So, you know, if you do listen and you do enjoy it, just give us a little rate and review. We, we do appreciate it. Or stick your hand in your pocket and buy us a coffee on buysacoffee.com. BizBevPod. Pod, you'll find us there easily. You never know; you might feel better about yourself. And why not submit your own quiz questions while you're at it? Because at some point we're we're, we're going to run out of beverages. So, you know, <laughs> if, if other people want to, uh, if some people want to uh, give us some clues. We will happily take them. Well, I think we had to have the oldest and youngest comparison last year. Where, uh, last week, where we had gin, which has been around for centuries, mm-hmm. and Prime Energy Drink, which has been around for literally hours. Hey, yep, yep. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty three, surely was it? it even, no, was it even? It launched, launched launched in the US in twenty twenty two. It has just made its way this side of the Atlantic now. Ah, okay, uh, right. But anyway, well, right. We're we're here to do quizzing again. So, well, um, again, I am going to offer you the option. Would you like to ask the questions first? Would you like to answer the questions first? I'll answer this time, please. All right, all right. Confidence, confidence. All right. Well, for five points, this drink is alleged to have been created to combat scurvy on long sea voyages. Ooh. Oh, so scurvy is terrible disease caused by a lack of vitamin C, um, like bleeding of the gums, all sorts of terrible stuff. Uh, I believe that it used to be combated by making a drink, was it, which had... Like citrus juices and rum, and was it called grog? Uh, well, there was grog. It's not it's not this particular drink, but yes, you are right. And actually, the the mixture of rum and lime is what led to the nickname of a limey, of a, a drunk British sailor. Yes, a limey, so, Of course, so, yeah. So that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. But that's not the answer for it. not it's, it's. It's not the answer. Uh, but that that drink that you mentioned was derived out of this original recipe, allegedly. Okay, let's, let's keep so, going. I'm going so, need... so to go. right. well, need some help. Well, okay, well, this may help, though, although the drink has been around for centuries, uh, it has only been standardized in the 1928 cocktail book, uh, where the name is said to have come from the name of the tool used for drilling small holes. Is it a gimlet? It is a gimlet. <laughs> good, good DIY knowledge there. No, no, no. I just suddenly worked out that if it was a cocktail, what's a cocktail with rum and lime? Uh, it's a gimlet, one of my favorite. Yep. one of my favorite cocktails. Uh, yes, well, tra- uh, for three points, uh, traditionally there are only two ingredients uh, mixed on a one-to-one ratio. Sorry, yeah. So uh, as I, I was getting confused there between daiquiris, gimlets, uh, rum, gin, yep. but yeah, and lime. You just throw lime in it. I'm happy. So, exactly, yeah. yeah. So so again, uh, gimlet traditionally is, is gin, gin and yes, lime. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, so only two ingredients, and traditionally would have been a one-to-one ratio. But as our taste buds have evolved over the years, most bartenders now recommend a three-to-one or four-to-one ratio of gin to lime or lime cordial. Yep. Yeah, yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. What, what were uh, my other clues? Uh, for two points, uh, although traditionally made with gin, vodka is an acceptable substitute. No, it's not. Uh, I would also agree with you on that, but (laughs) according to the bartender's Bible, you you can use vodka. Uh, And for one point in 1953, the Raymond Chandler novel, uh, The Long Goodbye, states that this cocktail is half gin and half roses lime juice and nothing else. Excellent. Yeah, great. Um, Good, good, uh, good clues. Yeah, and, and while I was researching this, uh, it's quite interesting. Roses lime juice is the preferred uh, lime cordial addition to it, but uh, it has also been said that roses lime juice would not make its way inside any trendy craft cocktail bar these days, with most bartenders preferring to use their own uh, hand juiced limes. Yeah, but like I, I still like roses. Yeah, Scottish, which is fun fact. Did not know that. There you go. It's been around for over a century. Uh, well, that makes perfect sense because, as we know from previous quizzes, lots of gin comes from Scotland. <laughs> yes, yes, it does, um, and it was originally originally used uh, corn syrup as well. There you go. You see, we keep learning. We keep learning. <laughs> we do. We, we we could do ten clues for every qu- we we won't. That, that's a lot, that's a lot of pressure to put ourselves under. But you know, it's it's fun. Um, okay, so I did pretty good there. So yeah, what did four, I get? Four, four points off the basket. Four. Okay, this could be tricky. Right. Are you ready for your clues yes right <clears throat> so for five points this drink is sold in the Seychelles Gibraltar the United Kingdom and Ireland only whoa the, the Seychelles Gibraltar United Kingdom and Ireland only yes oh, I was gonna say Lucas Ed, but we've already had Lucas Ed. Uh not Lucas we'll keep no keep going, is, keep is going it it's, it's, it's it- it's it's something like that. It's gonna be something like Luke's Z or Ibina or or one of those No wait, is it red le- no red lemonade? <laughs> no, it's not red lemonade, but I like your thinking. You're 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 in exactly you've gone to the right place very quickly. Very quickly okay. you've gone to the right place. Okay. Uh, I think you I think you may well get it on this one, actually. So this drink was created in nineteen seventy five, inspired by the flavors of the Caribbean. Lilf. Yes, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> it is, of course, that mammoth of the CSD world, Lilt. Um, for uh, those of you don't know it, it's a pineapple and grapefruit soda. Uh, what's really random. Is last week I was only wondering if Lilt is still available. Well, not 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 that not that I've been actively looking for it, but I don't think it's jumped off any shelf at me recently. Well, the reason being, for three points, uh, it was reformulated in 2003 to lower its calories by 58%. For two points, in 2022, it was subsumed into the Fanta brand as a pineapple and grapefruit-flavoured variant in the UK Ooh. and Ireland. And then, of course, for one point, its tagline is the famous Dudley tropical, tropical taste. Yes. Uh, some of those ads may well be problematic these days, I would imagine. <laughs> Uh, I think my they're, they're, accent they're, they're, just there was totally yeah, problematic yeah, to be fair, they're, they're, but I was just recalling the ads of my youth, yes, there was a uh, quite a bit of cultural appropriation going on in some of those ads, I think, yeah, well, the little ladies, do you remember those? um they used to sort of be in ads in the nineties where they were uh, yeah uh I think they were very funny, but i you know I'm not sure how uh, sensitive they were to the uh uh, nature of the fact that it was uh, a soda owned by coca-cola which i don't think ever had anything to do with the caribbean per se no and do you remember like there was an urban legend kind of from back when we were in school that, like one in every couple of hundred cans um uh apparently this happened that like had like a taste of like cigarettes or, or ash or something no did yeah the uh maybe it was just my school had this scam where you you rang up the coca-cola helpline uh to say that uh you, you know the can had a taste of ash or whatever, you would be sent a free case of lilt. I think that was just in your school. Yeah. So yeah. Carla well, was do, a hotbed of, uh, <laughs> you know, consumer hotline fraud. Yeah. But I do remember Sean Kelly getting a can and it distinctly smelled of cigarette butts. I think Sean Kelly might have distinctly smelled <laughs> yeah, yeah, of yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 yeah, he possibly did taste it on a, on a, uh, a cigarette break, but uh, <laughs> got, got a free case of lilt out of it and so did other members of my year, So, you know, Coca-Cola didn't question it. Uh, well uh, I can confirm that I drank many's a can of Lilt as a kid um, but yes it's apparently it's gone as a standalone brand in the UK and Ireland uh, it's now part of Fanta boo uh, that's, that's kind of sad it is yeah. uh, but I, I, I do wonder how many calories were in it if they had to reduce it by 58% that's what I thought <laughs> and this was back this is wasn't even like a sugar tax thing it was back in 2003 alright it must have been bad <sighs> yeah mm. yeah um, anyway, it's kind of, I, if you don't know Lilt, I would say it's kind of like um, if Mountain Dew was kind of half nice and, you know, uh, had more tropical flavors. A f- yeah. Fruity. Yeah. 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 Fruity. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. well another draw, another high scoring draw. Yeah, it's, it we're uh, we're getting we're either getting good at this. or Our clues are becoming too easy. <laughs> I think we're trying to ease each other into the year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, congratulations uh, for all to go with our three all draw last time out. So um, listen, we'll have to fight to death for the next one. Yep, otherwise it's going to be like the most boring game of X's and O's ever. Uh, right, congratulations, Foxy. We'll see you again. All right, thanks, Will Grant. That was good. Sean Kelly smells a cigarettes <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there was a whole thing about it uh, um, every so often a can would taste of ash or cigarettes or something like that so I don't know if it was like a flavour issue or an oxidation issue or whatever else but people used to report it and give the batch code send in the can there's a free case for you Listen, you know, I just can just imagine nineties Carlo, you know, <laughs> van drivers crisscrossing the county delivering free cases <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of lilt. <laughs> it's like I'm back to this house again. Weird. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the business of beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. I think you're better at the clapping. LAUGHTER <laughs> I'm I'm afraid I'll wake up my kids.